Welcome to Homeschool Your Way, the upbeat, open-minded podcast that informs and affirms your choices about your kids' education. We'll provide a buffet of ideas to inspire you to homeschool your way, because your way is the best way. All of the content on the Homeschool Your Way podcast is provided for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical or legal advice. The views expressed by the hosts or guests of the show are not necessarily endorsed by Bookshark. Welcome to Homeschool Your Way. I'm your host, Jana Cook, and Bookshark's community manager. Today's episode is special because I have my girls on. And before you think this probably was a bad idea, you were probably right. But I did say that my girls were allowed to be honest, and I wanted you guys to get a clear understanding of what homeschool could look like for you and maybe compare it to what you have been experiencing in your own home. I chose to homeschool my three girls at the ages of 10, 10, and 6. So we're just going to talk about our experiences, the good, the bad, and yes, the ugly. So let me introduce Ashley, Allison, and Courtney. Hi, girls. Hello. Hi. All right. So why don't you quickly introduce yourselves? Ashley, we'll let you go first. My (laughs) name is Ashley. I'm 17. I'm a junior and I like painting. I'm Allison. I'm 17 and I play volleyball. I'm Courtney. I'm 13 and I babysit. All right. Well, at least you all have something that is non-academic in your life. One of the common myths is that homeschoolers don't have anything to do while they're at home. So let's talk about that a little bit. First of all, who wanted to homeschool? When we talked about homeschooling in 2016, who was excited? Not me. I don't really think any of us were. Mm -mm. I don't remember, but I like change, so I might have been. Okay. So you weren't sure, you don't remember, and you were definitely not wanting to. Allison, why don't you tell the audience what your apprehension was about homeschooling? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we moved out to Kiowa, so it was about a 40-minute drive into town where all my friends were, and I was in public school um, my whole academic career, and then I was told we were homeschooling and we were moving away from everyone, and I was going to be stuck at home, and I would not have any kind of social interaction from what I perceived as homeschooling, would not have any kind of social interaction with people and it was just not something I was used to and it's something that um, I was not looking forward to but it wasn't necessarily true Uh, after you know we adjusted and figured stuff out I was we went to school once a week in town met a lot of great people we read got into um, CBS um, reconnected with a lot of people and found um, a bunch of different homeschool groups that hung out you know once a week at PE and stuff like that. So it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. All right. So that was one who didn't want to homeschool and then ended up, it turned out better than she thought. Ashley, you on the other hand, wanted to homeschool. Do you remember why you wanted to do that? I do not. Is it something to do with not liking school? Or people? people. (laughs) (laughs) We will all attest to Ashley's dislike of people in general. Courtney, what about you? Do you remember when we pulled you out of school? Nope. You just kind of always remember homeschooling? Uh, Yeah. Do you remember at all your experiences in kindergarten or first grade? Not all of them, but certain ones. Are they positive memories about public school? Yeah. Give us one. 
my kindergarten teacher had fish in her classroom. <laughs> she did. In fact, she even had fish in her wall, which was pretty cool. All right. So what were you looking or what were you looking forward to when you thought about homeschool? Was there anything that appealed to you, even though you knew it was going to be different and it was unknown? What appealed to you, Courtney, when you, even though you don't quite remember it, what it, what appeals to you about homeschool? When, like, we first started, I, what I really thought was going to be fun was just, like, staying in my pajamas and sleeping in, like, doing whatever I want at home. And little did you know that that wasn't always going to be the case. <laughs> Allison, what about you? Probably just the sleeping in part, mostly. Staying home. I it actually really helped me because I was always someone who was never home and always found an excuse to be out of the house. So homeschooling really forced me to stay home and like like really connect with my sisters. Um in public school, Ash and I never hung out. Um we were never in the same classes ever per my parents' requests. We didn't get along very well. And then we were forced to stay home with each other, you know, seven days a week all the time. And even though we still fought, it we 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 were closer, didn't we, Ashley? Speaking of growing closer and maybe fighting a little bit more, because I worked out of the house once a week, uh, what kind of environment did you guys create when you were on your own while I was gone? Ashley, do you have a story about that? Uh, one time, Ashley, I was working on a science project for the school I went to once a week, and she got we we started fighting. Like this isn't just bickering; this was fighting. And she took my papers, tore them up, poured water all over them. Ashley and I, we fought a lot when you were not home, and then Courtney would lock herself in her room <laughs> and then cry. So before you report me to human <laughs> services, to be fair, I knew of nothing. By the time I got home, they had figured it all out. So I guess one of the benefits of homeschool was conflict resolution. Yeah. You guys had it cleaned up. Fine. You had it figured out. No one was hurt. And no one process. was hurt. That's right. Had That's to right. Print some papers, but it all it all worked okay. out. So it's not always uh, sunshine and rainbows when you're choosing to homeschool your children when they're together a lot. Uh, what about something that you dread when you thought about homeschooling or as you were homeschooling? Was there something that you really just disliked? Telling people I was homeschooled. Why was that, Ash? Well, tell tell me. The people who are listening no, no, want to hear. There, there's a stereotype. Okay. It's a stereotype for sure. The kids who walk on their toes and watch <laughs> rest. That's a little funny. It's just like, oh, yeah, they're homeschooled. Homeschooled. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely a stereotype. And when you first think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, those kids don't know how to interact. Yeah, like, they're, they're not very normal. socially awkward. Yeah. Um, not quite the case. It helped, though, that we weren't homeschooled our entire lives. Mm -hmm. You think? I mean, I think it would have been different. But then again, we still had social interaction throughout homeschooling. So I don't. It's hard to say. And you had a lot of friends that were homeschoolers who had been homeschooled from the beginning. Not all of them fell into that stereotype. Yeah, but they were still a little weird. Sure. We're all a little weird in our own right. For those who listen frequently to the podcast, they will definitely agree at my my weirdness. Because you were homeschooled. I was homeschooled, <laughs> that's true. And yet here we are. 
the other thing is, as I was homeschooled, I never wanted to homeschool my children. It is not a dream or an aspiration that I had. And so as our homeschool journey began, I think we all were a little resistant to the idea of us all staying home together, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely because of our location, being out in the country, knowing that we weren't going to be interacting with people every single day, which was a change from our life previously. We were the type of family that was always doing stuff, always busy, which again is why I think Ashley probably did benefit. And liked the idea of not being forced to leave all the time and to be doing stuff all the time. But what's one thing that turned out differently than you thought it would when you think about your homeschool? Courtney, you're still homeschooling. You're going to be part-time next year. Um, Allison and Ashley, you guys have not been homeschooling now for three years now. So what what do you think? What turned out differently? Mm, It wasn't as bad as I thought, for sure. Um, I think it really did give us an advantage going into high school and not having to go, especially middle school, because like middle school girls are so horrible. And I talk to people all the time who've been, had gone through middle school and it's the worst experience of their life. And I'm just like, I'm so grateful that wasn't my experience because I actually had like the best time in middle school just with my small class and we all got to really know each other. Um, But I also think it was really a good advantage going into high school um, especially the fast-paced program that we were um, given the opportunity to get into and um, be thrown into college classes as a freshman. And it really did help um, both Ashley and I to um, really get on board with that and just be able to finish those classes and do well in those classes. Um, I know a lot of kids who came out of public school and just just couldn't get with the program. And it was like, it was just too too fast, and the, it was just totally different than what they were used to. And I think that homeschooling really helped us adapt and be on our toes for those kind of um, situations. What do you think, Courtney? What's one thing that turned out differently than maybe you had thought? Or maybe you didn't even have a chance to think, but as you reflect? I definitely became a lot more independent, whether that was by choice or not. <laughs> That is a, a definitely a true statement, which I think is probably something that most people who think about homeschoolers would not think about. I think mm-hmm. when you think homeschool, you think you're with your mom or your dad or somebody all the time. Somebody's right there in the room with you instructing you. And so how is how has your experience been different? I pretty much just teach myself and do everything myself, but I have resources to help me (laughs) like you're not completely alone yeah it's definitely a good skill to have in my opinion but there is a downside and what's that I think the downside would definitely be I'm really stubborn when it comes to asking for help and I just want to do everything myself even when I know that I can't do it myself I like force myself to figure it out by myself would you agree that maybe homeschool has helped you teach help teach you some self-awareness in that yeah I think that I have gone through a lot of trial and error and I know like what my limit is or I'm starting now more to learn what my limit is for like what I actually can do by myself and what I actually need when I need to ask for help well, as your mom, I think that's great. <laughs> Even if I did leave you alone too much. Podcast listener. Yeah, you. 
Do you like doing things the hard way or the easy way? Are you a stiff upper lip, suffer through it kind of homeschooler? Or do you prefer to take a more relaxed and low stress route where you can actually enjoy learning alongside your kids? I mean, this is the Homeschool Your Way podcast. So if you like to go the hard route, that's your choice. But I think if you go the enjoyable and easier way, you'll have more steam to keep going instead of getting burned out. And your kids will be more likely to turn into lifelong learners too. Bookshark customers choose the easy and enjoyable way. Here's what they have to say. Maria Santiago says, Bookshark has definitely changed my point of view in regards to homeschooling. Everything from the instructor's guide to worksheets is well-detailed, easy to use, and a great teaching guide. Thank you, Bookshark. May Danielle C. says, we're officially more than halfway through our first year with Bookshark curriculum. It's incredible to see how much wonderful literature they've already consumed at this point. These stories have ignited inspiration for arts and crafts, as well as prompted many library chips to pick up books on similar subjects. We seriously love this curriculum. And Marianne at Eclectic Schoolhouse says, I just want to shout out to Bookshark for their legit schedules in their instructor's guides. Pretty much every day is chaotic in its own way here, especially with a toddler around. And those schedules help us roll through the day and get things done, no matter how many distractions are at hand. I've tried so many other programs and literally none have worked as well for us as Bookshark. Join Maria, May, and Marianne, plus thousands of other homeschool parents on the easy homeschool path. Get started by requesting your free print catalog at bookshark.com slash catalog. All right. Now, just thinking about what is some advice that you think you could give, let's say a teenager, a middle schooler, even a parent, they're listening to this with their kids and they were like, hey, listen, there are kids who homeschool that didn't think they wanted to homeschool and they, it turned out all right, dare I say good, and there was benefits from it. So what advice would you give to, let's say, a friend whose parents were going to, whose parents decided that they did want to homeschool and your friend is resistant to the idea? What would you say, Allison? It's really not that bad. It really isn't. Um, It really gave us an advantage going forward and it, you know, had its ups and downs, sure. And it's really not what you think it is. Like going into it, you think you're going to be, your parents is going to hover over you and make sure you get all your schoolwork done and like all this stuff and the schoolwork material. It's not that hard. You just have to make sure you get it done. And there's still lenience. And I'm sure you've talked about it on this podcast. There's still lenience about there's lenience about when you get it done and how much um, time you put into it and stuff like that. So it really isn't that bad. And it really does help with, like Courtney said, with independence and uh, learning to get stuff done. And especially as a procrastinator myself, it really did help with um, some deadlines and going into high school. um, It did help me with those more harsh deadlines and making sure I was on track and stuff. So it really isn't that bad. And it really does um, give you an advantage going forward in your academic career. I'm glad that you think so. Courtney, what about you? Um, I, it's pretty good. You know, like you get to do a lot of the stuff that you want to do. 
And it's not like, oh, you sit at your table all day and do, and like all you do is schoolwork. And it's not like that at all. Like personally, like my mom and I, we go on trips and we like go to the lake and do all the stuff that like, you know, public schoolers can't do because they're in school all day. Uh, You get a lot of free time, which is really good. And it kind of, this is going to sound so cheesy, but <laughs> it gives you a chance to like, like find yourself, you know, because you don't have those like pressures of like being in like you do mm-hmm. in like public school like and other kids around you. Yeah. Like what other people are doing and what they're wearing and what they're like, all that stuff. Like you don't get that because you're, you're with yourself a lot of the time. <laughs> So you kind of just become familiar with, like, what you like and what you want to do and what you want to wear, and you're not really influenced as much by other people. And I think, to be fair, the three of them were homeschooled together for four years, and then for the last three, Courtney has been home on her own, although Allison and Ashley have more of a college block schedule, so... I'm not sure they're really ever at school, but the grades and the computer tell me that they are passing their college courses. So definitely going to believe that since we are, since you guys did use the Bookshark curriculum, let's talk about really quickly before we close, what has been one of your favorite subjects or activities that you've done with Bookshark? That's tough. Um, Not science. Science was hard when we did it. They changed it, I think now but when we did it it was hard the books we read were a we- lot weighty. big words yeah <laughs> um, i really did like um our language arts though when we got to read those books that because it's like the it ties in with our history and stuff so i did really enjoy reading the different books i probably should have read more because looking back i would have really liked the books courtney read um but the ones i did read i really did enjoy and it probably wish I would have read some more. Well, it's never too late. I have a book list for you. You can still access those books. Courtney, what about you? Um, I don't really remember what my favorite subject is back in the day. <laughs> what about now? Um, This year, my favorite subject has definitely been history. The book, like the history books that I've been reading have been like really insightful. Mm-hmm. And they're not like... They're not biased, you know, they're not biased. And uh, she really gives the author really gives um, like both perspectives of like, like political things because it is American history. So she gives both perspectives and it's really. Would you say that you would you say that you like that it affords you the opportunity to come to draw your own conclusion as opposed to somebody telling you what you should think about it? Yeah, definitely. It in the book, it actually says I'm pretty sure multiple times, like, like, what do you think about this? And like, what do you what are your ideas about this? And it's not like this person was a horrible person. This person Mm -hmm. ideas are right. And, you know, so it's really good. To kind of form your own opinions about things. Especially now. Yeah. And so, yeah. 
I would say as a parent of a daughter who is reading through this curriculum, the times, because she is so independent and using virtual, so we don't even use the discussion questions because all of that is online now, she does offer stories at dinner mm-hmm. about what she's reading about, about the um, persons in history that she has read about. It's super exciting as a parent to see that drawn out without any um without any pressure or or guidance from us that she's so excited about it that she continually shares with us what she's learning. We learn something new every night. Yeah, for sure. All right. I asked you gals if you had a homeschool hack for our listeners. So who has a hack? Something that worked for you when you were homeschooling, something that maybe from homeschool you're using now in your everyday life that has worked. What do you think? To draw Ashley into the conversation, I will say that I never had to check on Ashley. She was a self-starter. She always got her work done. And I guess if she didn't get it done, maybe I didn't really know about it. But uh, it has continued on into her college classes where she was completely prepared and does not need to be micromanaged in any way. Would you agree with that, Ashley? Facts. Um, I would say probably the biggest thing that helped me homeschooling was to write it down, like everything I needed to do. And I probably should have done it more because I am not very good at getting my stuff done. So um, you're opposite of your sister? Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> um, so definitely writing it down. I've definitely picked up on it more um, in high school because I found that it is really helpful. But get your stuff done and just check it off and definitely also like be outside. Like if you can do your schoolwork outside because it makes all the difference in my opinion, staying inside cooped up all day is just not for me, at least in my brain, I just can't do it. So definitely getting outside and making a list and just checking it off every time you're done. And it makes you feel um, really accomplished. And then you have the whole day ahead of you once you're done. You kind of sound like Santa Claus. You make a list and you're (laughs) checking it twice. Yeah. Courtney, what about you? What's a hack that you could share as a current homeschooler? Start out with your with the subjects that take you the longest first or like maybe a short subject that doesn't take you very long first to just like warm up and then do your hardest or longest one. And then you kind of just have like the most time consuming thing out of the way and you can just kind of fly through the rest of your work. So in your case, what would be the most time consuming for you at this point? Um, History, because I'm not a very fast reader and I have quite a bit to read usually. So I usually do that one second. And then do you break up the historical literature or the novels that you have to read separate from when you're reading like your required reading for history? Yeah. I usually read those, I don't really know. I kind of just read them whenever. It depends on the day, but, like, sometimes I'll read them, like, right after I finish finish history and then, um, like, answer the questions for them. But other times I'll do, like, I'll look at my writing assignments first. But, yeah, it just kind of depends on the day. What about you, Ash? Do you have any... Um, homeschool hacks or life hacks that you have learned that you can share with our listeners? Avoid podcasts if you can. 
especially the one, the kind that your mom hosts. They're fine to listen to, I guess, <laughs> but being on the other side of it, no. Not your favorite thing? I don't know. I think Allison and I can start our own podcast. What do you think, Allison? What can we talk about? You're crazy. Zero listeners. <laughs> it should be called the Allison and Allison. <laughs> yeah. Being no guest, it would just That's be Allison. Uh-huh. That is a monologue, and I think you would be really good at it. Thank you. Just- All right. In closing, ladies, if you could choose to have done things differently, not choosing not to homeschool because that, oh, that obviously was not an option. <laughs> But what what could you, looking back, what do you wish we would have done differently in the years that we've homeschooled? I wish that I had wanted to learn more. Okay. Because I feel like with the books I read, I could have gained a lot of information from them. But uh, I, I didn't because I didn't want to do it. So looking back, I would actually want to learn some stuff. Well, more stuff. It's not too late. You can learn the rest of your life. What about you, Courtney? I would have not skipped chapters and books just <laughs> to get them over with. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why is that not a good idea? Um. Well, to be fair, I was never actually asked the questions to the book. So um, it didn't really matter. But occasionally... Mom would give me like a pop quiz and be and like actually ask me the questions for the book and I wouldn't know the answer. And you know how we took care of that? We signed you up for Bookshark Virtual. No, I haven't skipped chapters since I was in like fourth grade. Well, that's good. I'm <laughs> glad that you. That I'm glad. Also, because I found that I like reading now. There we have it. There you go. Mic drop from Courtney on that answer. I dropped the mic yet a little, little bit. Yes. <laughs> Ashley, what could you change? What would you have liked to have changed? Once upon a time, I was reading a science book. And then there was a section that said, why your voice sounds different on camera. And I didn't read it. And now I'll never know. <laughs> well, there you have it. There. there you have it. She could have learned something that would have changed her life forever, yet she skipped could that chapter. Give me that book. Yes, I can, actually. I work for Let's Bookshop. go find it. So no, you can't. I know where the warehouse is. So <laughs> not lost. It hasn't been pulled from the curriculum. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed these few moments of insight into my homeschool life with my girls. It has been a pleasure of mine. It's always fun to hear their answers, never quite knowing what your children are going to say. But I would think that overall, in this discussion, we would all agree that although not every day was sunshine and roses. We did enjoy our time together as we homeschooled and so much so that Courtney is going to continue into her eighth year of Bookshark. We hope you enjoyed yourselves as much as we did. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Homeschool Your Way, a podcast by Bookshark. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening now so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you have questions you'd like the hosts to answer or have any feedback about the podcast, please visit bookshark.com slash podcast to leave your comments. Or you can simply email podcast at bookshark.com.